Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straub. It is Monday, February 15th. This is your serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups for week nine? I think it's week nine. Week nine. Week nine. Today we're going to be looking at some rising rookies, some players taking advantage of increased opportunities right now, and much more. All of that coming up in just a moment. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Right now I'm joined by my waiver wire co-pilot, Steve Alexander. Steve, what is going on with you? Uh, Matt, not a lot, actually. Weather's been bad. There's been no no golf news. FanDuel issues continue for me. The, the DFS not winning streak, I guess you could say. Um <sighs> No, I've been I've been winning a little bit. I just I can't break the bank, man. I want to break the bank. You know you know this. You haven't had figured out how to shatter the system yet. Yeah, it's only been about a week since you declared that you were going to break the bank. So I mean, I feel like you got to give yourself at least a couple weeks to to figure it out. It was a week ago today that my friend Yuri broke the bank. So maybe tonight yes. is is the night. Gonna roll some Luca out there, so we'll see how that goes. Have you ever not had Luca Doncic in a DFS lineup? <laughs> it has happened a couple times, but it's it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. Okay, let's hop right to these waiver wire pickups quickly. Steve at the top, Mitchell Robinson is out four to six weeks with a broken hand. Now Nerlens Noel is already rostered in fifty three percent of Yahoo leagues as of this recording, so. We really try to talk about people who are less than 40% rostered. But maybe in a super shallow league, Noel's sitting out there. This is, after all, a guy who's only averaging like three 
something points per game. So possibly that 53% number is he got drafted in a lot of inactive leagues, if that makes sense. And maybe he's out there in some leagues. I don't know. He's not sitting out there in any of my leagues currently. So it doesn't feel like we should waste a lot of time on that one. Any any thoughts on the Mitchell Robinson, Nerlens Noel, New York Knicks center situation? Well, I played Nerlens Noel in DFS yesterday. He played pretty well, or you know, on Saturday. And my wife is a Mitchell Robinson person in our friends and family league. She's like, "What should I do?" I was like, "Pick up Nerlens Noel," and she did. So Nerlens Noel is not a guy you want to mess with until Mitchell Robinson breaks his hand. Then you can mess with him all you want. You So you gave your your wife, who is famously dominating that friends and family league, you gave her the the correct advice. I would think maybe a little subterfuge in this case would be in order to try to bring down that juggernaut squad. Yeah, well, she's she's losing her lead. She, she's got Brad Beal. She's got Kevin Durant. She's had some uh, missed game issues lately. So maybe gotcha. New Orleans Noel can help right the ship. Cam Reddish has had some missed game issues recently. He's had some shooting issues recently. Bottom line, Steve, Reddish has been struggling. I continue to believe because he has these flashes like he showed on Saturday night in another frustrating Hawks loss. Reddish was a bright spot with 18 points, three threes, a steal, a block, one very vicious dunk. Reddish has been dropped in a lot of leagues. He's 38% rostered. He is not a guy you need to be starting until you see this you know, another time or two. But I do think... He makes as much sense as a stash as just about anyone out there if he's sitting in your league, sitting on waivers in your league. Yes. Matt, your love for Cam Reddish runs pretty, pretty deep, I think. Uh, I, I like Cam Reddish. I thought he was going to be playing better than this this season. I thought he was safer than he's been. I mean, he's really had some some low points and some peaks and valleys. So I have not run out and picked him up anywhere lately. There's just other guys on the wire that I feel like I need to get before I mess with Cam Reddish. But if he strings together two or three more good games, you're not going to be able to get him any longer. So now is probably the time to act. I am not going to say definitively that this Cam Reddish thing is going to happen right now, but I will say with a lot of confidence, I think that the Cam Reddish thing is going to happen at some point. We saw it last year after an almost impossibly bad start to his NBA career. He was fantastic down the stretch before the season shut down. And I think he's there's just too much talent here and too much opportunity for him not to have it fall into place at some point. So I just think he's a guy who should be on benches at the very least. And a guy who should be in lineups right now is waiver wire all-star TJ McConnell, who did it again on Saturday night, Steve Six points, three boards, 12 dimes, four steals, two blocks. He was absolutely everywhere against the Hawks. I mean, he in a lot of ways, he looked like the Pacers' most effective player in that game. I mean, not to take anything away from, you know, Sabonis and Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, et cetera, but McConnell is such a difference maker for that team. Still just 31% rostered, Steve, as he continues to just post great assist numbers and good steals numbers. Yeah, and it's hard to get excited about a guy scoring like six points a game. But, you know, we've been kind of hyping McConnell. I, I feel like I've been hyping him for a couple of weeks now. Just so many assists coming off the bench for the Pacers. Like you said, his role even appears to be growing with that team. If Malcolm Brogdon wasn't in the way, I think uh, McConnell would probably be rostered everywhere by now. But, man, he's playing really well. 
and he's one of those guys. He's not. He's not going to hurt you anywhere either. He doesn't shoot a ton of threes. He doesn't score a ton of points. But like I've been saying, if you are struggling in assists and your team scores points with without too many problems, then he's an automatic add to your squad. And I don't know if you've got him on the list or not, but our guy Doug McDermott has also been kind of on fire. Kind of on fire. Doug McDermott definitely benefited from the random swingman boost that you get against the Hawks though not to say Doug McDermott's a totally random player obviously a great shooter and a good scorer but perimeter players have just been torching the Hawks they cannot figure out how to defend threes it's just absurd um but quickly closing the loop on McConnell in February 7.3 points nine assists per game 3.9 boards 2.0 steals 0.7 blocks oh and by the way Steve that's what I was going to say the the uh, double digit streak is over the single digit streak is over he finally did it he did it last week 13 point game against the nets so mcconnell has done it he is not strictly a single digit scoring guy this season and he's also hit double digits in assists in three of his last six yeah and those those double digit games are monsters monsters 12 15 and 12 so 31 percent rostered as i said a number that kind of surprises me so go get tj mcconnell if he's somehow still sitting out there and steve we're gonna find as we go through this there's almost no decent big men on waivers below 40 percent rostered so i wanted to quickly mention if it's a zubats who is 37 percent rostered has been crushing some pretty favorable matchups lately but in any case his last five games before sunday he was averaging 10.2 points, 9.4 boards, 1.2 blocks in just 21 minutes a game. What are you seeing for the Clippers' schedule there, Steve? Can you tell me some good news? Uh, we've got four games in the next two weeks. 4-4? Four, 4-4. Four. Four, four. Okay. Yeah, So good. give Zubats a look if you're a truly serviceable big man, Steve. I mean, this is the epitome of a serviceable fantasy big man. Well, and like you said, there just aren't many big man options out there. Isaiah Stewart uh, has been fun. Uh, for Detroit, but Mason Plumlee's not going to miss much time, if any more time. Uh, so that one, that well is already drying up. And there's just not, it's not guys out there. And I think we're all waiting for Christian Wood to get back and, and whatnot. So Gorky Jang and Willie Colley-Stein just aren't really, aren't really getting it done right now, Matt. All right, well, here are some players who are getting it done. And oh, we're yeah. about to have a run of players here who have been getting a chance to play more due to injuries to teammates. That's the theme of the next stretch of the podcast here. First up, for the Bulls, Denzel Valentine has been playing more. Lowry Markin and Otto Porter have been out. Last six for Valentine, 14 points per game, 4.2 boards, 1.0 steals, 3.03s, 8% rostered in Yahoo leagues. The Bulls play how many times this week, Steve? The Bulls play four times this week and four times next week. At some point, I'm going to run into a three here, but so far we're two for two on these yeah, four-game weeks. And the reason that I like I got all excited about Denzel Valentine last week, and I picked him up in a few places, and then realized that the Bulls only had three games last week. I think that's why he's sitting out there in so many leagues. I think with these back-to-back four-game weeks coming up, he's percentage is going to go way up as far as uh, how many people roster him. Continuing with the theme of increased opportunity, Kenrick Williams is getting more run for the shorthanded Oklahoma City Thunder, who have been without Shea Gilgis-Alexander most notably. Williams has responded by averaging 12.7 points, 7.3 boards, 
2.8 dimes, 1.5 steals, 1.33 pointers in 33 minutes a game over his last, I want to say that's his last six, but I didn't write it down. Let's just say he's been good lately. Seven <laughs> percent rostered. Tell me something good about the Oklahoma City schedule, Steve. Let's keep the streak going. Four four. A four four? Two fours. Wow. Four four. Wow. Oklahoma wow. City. Uh Kenrick Williams has been fun. Especially I just threw him into a DFS lineup on a whim one night, and that was the night he had his career high scoring and and just had a great game. And he's really making noise for a banged up Thunder team. Yeah, he is. And that was his that was his last six games, by the way. I'll also say making a little bit of noise, less noise than Williams, is one Justin Jackson, who's just one percent rostered, but his last three games, he's sitting at fourteen points, a couple threes, a few assists, and a steal per game. That would be a much deeper league move, or if you're just looking for a streaming play, consider Jackson, who's playing plenty for the Thunder at the moment. Steve, I feel like this is the point where you would get up from the blackjack table, right? We just hit four, four, three times in a row. You should get up and take a walk. <laughs> but we're going to keep going here. The Grizzlies have been shorthanded. Grayson Allen has been capitalizing a season-high 23 on Friday. In his last three games prior to Sunday, 15 points per game, three boards, two assists, one steal, four threes per game. I know you're not a huge Grayson Allen fan in fantasy, but I first want you to tell me how many games do the Grizzlies play this upcoming week, let's keep the streak going. Four, four, again. <laughs> now, had we been on the schedule kick when we were talking about our guy, TJ McConnell, the news would not have been so great because Indy goes three times this week and then four times the week after that. But uh, the streak is alive with Memphis. I'm not a big Grayson Allen guy. I am more of a Kyle Anderson guy. But, I mean, Grayson Allen's putting up numbers right now. It's hard to argue with picking him up. He looks good. I think I'd, if your league runs that deep or if you need a productive player that badly, I'd pick up Grayson Allen and then I'd swap him out for DeAnthony Melton once you get word that DeAnthony Melton is coming back because Melton was tearing it up before the shoulder injury. So that's the guy that I'm in deeper leagues or semi-deep leagues waiting to grab as soon as there's a a positive report because Melton's sitting out there in a ton of leagues available. Yeah, I like it. All right, more shorthanded teams. One more shorthanded situation to talk about. That would be this one, Steve. Remember last year how high we were on Dwayne Bacon before the season? It's Bacon season, Steve. He's been in the starting lineup for the Magic lately. His last four prior to Sunday, 14.5 points, 3.5 boards, 1.3 steals, and 2.5 threes. Now he's shooting just 38.5% during that stretch but the rest of it is good news and he's been getting 34 minutes a game lately for the magic who are just completely decimated i mean it's nikola vucevic and a bunch of random guys starting for orlando right now you know our producer steven loves him some orlando magic and i keep wanting to like showcase some magic players when we do stuff with him but they're so bad i mean when you're when your biggest hope right now is Dwayne bacon uh, you've got a team that's got some issues on it. Now, good news for me is I have Dwayne Bacon on my 30-team league, and he has been in my starting lineup for the last few weeks. That's how deep that league is. Um, bad news for Dwayne Bacon is that the Magic go 3-3 the next two weeks. Three-game weeks for the next two mm. weeks. But the good news is the Macon-Bacon 
baseball franchise and the Savannah Bananas baseball team, arch rivals down here in the South, South Georgia. Spring training is almost underway. I get very excited about Macon Bacon and Savannah Bananas matchups in baseball. Those two do not like each other. They don't. The bacon and the bananas. They really don't. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. All right, well, if you find yourself overwhelmed trying to manage your fantasy squads, check out our all-new League Sync tool. League Sync pulls in all of your team and league info from Yahoo to tell you the best players on waivers, who to start, who to sit, and much more. You can get access to League Sync, our DFS tools, and our betting tools by going to edge-plus.nbcsports.com. Enter code STU10 for 10% off any subscription. We got a STU code, Steve. It's pretty cool. STU code. Enter that stew code. Uh, Steve, I know you have not been that high on Dorian Finney-Smith as a fantasy option, despite your love of the Dallas Mavericks, but I feel obligated to talk about him because this is a guy who's out there in a ton of leagues, getting a ton of minutes. His minutes have been over 30 lately every game. His numbers are so close to serviceable. (laughs) (laughs) His last four prior to Sunday, 9.8 points, 6.3 boards, 2.0 assists, 0.8 steals, 0.5 blocks, 2.03s in 35 minutes a game. I mean, if we could just get those steals, you know, from 0.8 to 1.2 or something, up the points a little bit, it's close, Steve. Do you have any uh, any optimism here? I feel like he is a little inconsistent. He'll have a good game and then a bad game and then a good game and and then just sort of disappear at times. Also, really bad news here. Dallas plays two games this week. Two games. That means two games from Luka Doncic on almost all my fantasy basketball teams. So I'm not looking forward to the beatdown that I'm about to receive this week in several leagues. And I don't think you could really go DFS in a a two-game week. But Dorian Finney-Smith, he has cool initials. He's got almost serviceable and intriguing game. And it wouldn't take much for for him to take it to the next level, but he's got to get consistent and string together a bunch of decent lines, and I don't know if that's going to happen. 
our schedule momentum has really taken a hit here with bacon and DFS. Well, you told me to get up and walk away from the from the craps table or the roulette wheel or whatever it was, and I should have listened to you. And speaking of which, my wife and I have a little charity casino night thing that we are we are doing this evening. So I'll let you know how that goes. You're hosting it, or you're going to? No, I'm going to it. Wow. Yeah, should be interesting. Well, I don't even go near the craps table. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Sadiq Bey for the Pistons went off on Friday night. 30 points, 12 boards, seven threes. He has hit double-digit points with multiple threes in four of his last five games. I'm not totally convinced he has a blueprint to be much more than a points and threes guy right now, Steve. The good news is he's only 10% rostered. The bad news is what I just said. I'm not sure you're going to get really much else. I mean, even on that, that night he went off, I think we had zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. Can you present a more optimistic case for Bay's fantasy value than what I just did? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, like like you said, his big game, 30 points and 12 boards, there was nothing else there really. I, I guess seven three-pointers counts. Uh, but I just don't think we're going to see him do this very often. Now, on the flip side, that's three games in a row he scored in double digits. The rebounds were a fluke. But he, has, he does hit three-pointers, so... I think he's worth a look. He goes four games, four games the next two weeks. So he's got back-to-back fours coming up. He's coming off a 30-point night in which he was on fire. And, you know, four games. I mean, if you want to take a flyer and he gets one good game, one solid game, and a couple mediocre games, it could pay off. Yeah, and I mean, my main objection is the steals. Like I said, per 36 minutes, he's only averaging 0.8 steals per game. So... That's what I'd like to see more of, but you know we can't just uh, wish that into happening. Speaking of steals, though, another rookie, Teo Maladone, has been out due to health and safety protocols lately, but I still think he's a good stash if he's out there in your league, rostered in just 11% of Yahoo leagues. So I think forward-thinking fantasy managers probably benefit by picking up Maladone with George Hill still out. Any thoughts on this one, Steve? Yeah, I think even when George Hill comes back, Maladon's going to be the guy. His injury may have been a blessing because if it caused another manager to drop Maladon and you can go pick him up, I'm with Matt. I think he's a a great stash. I, I love that kid. The rookie run continues as we get near the end of our list here. Peyton Pritchard for the Celtics had a 20-point game with six threes late last week, followed it up with a complete and total dud, just two points. But he played 29 minutes exactly in both of those games. He has a stretch of three games in four days coming up this week, including two games against the Hawks, who, as I mentioned, do not guard the perimeter well at all. Pritchard's game is shooting threes. So this is a points and threes pickup, but I think... You pick him up for that stretch of three games in four days and see what happens. He's just 6% rostered. Yeah, I am very intrigued by Pritchard. I like him. I've I've actually got him in a couple leagues. And I really thought after that 20-point game on Thursday that he was going to take things to another level and kind of go off. But I'm not sure what happened against the Pistons on Friday, but two points, one assist was not... Not what we were looking for there, but Pritchard was playing really well before he got hurt, and now he's back. Minutes seem to be ramping up, and uh, I like him. Let's see what the uh, old Boston Celtics schedule grid looks like. Oh, we're back on track, Matt. 4-4 for the next two weeks for the Celtics. Great, great news. Great, great news. I'm I'm really (laughs) finishing on a strong note here. 
Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We'll be back here on Wednesday for our 4x5 episode where we check in with four Roto World writers for five minutes each. Steve loves it. It's his favorite part of the week. He absolutely loves being put on a five-minute timer, so look out for that. And then we're back on Friday as well. Thanks to all of you for listening. Steve, thank you for taking the time. We'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon as my voice doesn't crack that time. Bye. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.